listening to our contestant is Carlos. His friends call him Los. Los? That's right. I, I do tend to explode only when by myself. What's the big deal? That she she touched that? a man's trash can. Bro, right now I'm committing a Schedule 1 felony. Allegedly. <laughs> it's bullshit. It's bullshit. bullshit. He's the mole, dude. <laughs> He's got be. the mole in the face of his cock, dude. He's fucking home like a hole. Like Mom, you <laughs> are a horrible human being. She's being you know what? Right. Why don't you die from breast cancer or something? <gasps> wow. No, you take wow. that back. That's usually, it's, hey, I'm so-and-so, so-and-so, blah, blah, blah. I'm also a woman. But in the event of an emergency... Your regular exit might not be the quickest or safest way out. Hey, this emergency exit is painted on. There's no way out. There's no way out. We're through. We're through. Oh, that's right. Now is the time to open your mind. In our search for the unknown, who knows what we will find? This is emergency exit. This is episode 91, and today is October 22nd, 2018. We're broadcasting to you again from our floating tin can far above the world. I am your host, Los. Follow me on Twitter at That's Right Los. Joining me, as always, and streaming us live to the world is Brennan, the hard hat Mitchell. How you living, buddy? Doing great. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it's good to see you again. You're doing well. Oh, he's right yeah, here. That's I'm right. right there. Right there. That's right. So today's show, hard hat and I, we're going to get to know each other a little better through a little test known as the Myers-Briggs personality test. Who was Myers and or Briggs, <laughs> and why do they think they know how to categorize everyone? We're going to find out the genesis of this test and if it even has any scientific credibility. Plus, we're going to talk about the midterm elections and especially the bond propositions in Austin, especially Austin, Texas, with the one and only Andy the Brain Blanton later. But, you know, before we, well, after we do that, we're going to actually, he's going to stick around. We're going to talk about uh, paid protesters, Louis C.K. and uh, boss panties. It's going to be great in the news. But I think, first of all, we should do the Brew World Order. What do you think? Here we go. All right, this is Fresh Hop IPA from St. Elmo's Brewing. Here is their... I'm put it right there. There it is. Fresh hop. This is great. This was given to me by a friend at work, KC. He works there. He's a bartender there, good friend of mine, and he works. He's a coworker. I covered for him on Saturday. So he gave me a four-pack of this stuff, which is great. Uh, it's 7 ABV, 16 fluid ounces, a tall boy. I know it looks weird, but that's a, a straight-up tall boy right tall there. Tall boy. Um, uh, 7%, like we said. Um, let me, there's no, nothing, no literature. I think we're just going to hop right into drinking this. So here we go. Cheers to you. Uh, cheers to you, bud. Here we go. Man. Ooh, that's, um, Ooh, that's got some hops. This is IPA is fresh, uh, brewed with fresh, uh, Armorillo hops from Crosby Hop Farm. I wonder if they're yellow. 
and you got to drink it ASAP. So they don't want you to. Let oh, this it does get say warm. that. Drink ASAP. That yeah. being said, uh, this is a beer from uh, Austin. We're going to get started on our tournament of beers here real soon. So stick around for that. But that being, what are you going to do about this? What do you rate this, Brandon? Oh. Uh, I mean, you know, the fact that it comes a uh, tall boy only, that that only gains it points for me, but it's it's almost too hoppy for me. Man, really? I gotta it's but it's smooth. But it is it is oh man. I'm really torn here. Um our scale is what? On a one to five, that's right. Oh, yeah, never had it never has changed. <sighs> I'm thinking, man, I'm thinking a solid like four point three. For, Ooh, that's for pretty, something pretty this hoppy for me. Wait, hang on. Is this what this label is? Oh, this label is plastic. It's a plastic label, which is sort of sweet, I guess. I don't know. No, it, it costs I, more no, to that, print it on there. That I I take it down. Uh, even four. Hold for up a me. second. It even probably four. makes it easier to recycle it. Does it? Yeah. Is so the it, ink not recyclable? Oh no! What it is, I think, is that they just it it well, it emits uh, more carbon into the universe that makes us have uh, climate change. I don't know, but we're we're mostly carbon. We need that carbon. We are stardust. So <laughs> that I think what I'm going to do with this beer here, I think I'm going to I'm like way too far over here. I'm going to get a little. I'll just scoot over there. We go. Um, I'm going to give this a four point five. That's right. This is a really tasty. Uh, beer it does when it says fresh hop maybe it's just putting the idea in my head but it's it's fresh it really tastes like it tastes like fresh floral hops and yeah. can you smell that here can you, i'll put that up to the mic i think this is a great beer 4.5 man it's not bad it's just it's got that hoppy after follow taste that of course I'm just it does not, i know that i'm not a fan of Sounds but, like you uh, left your vagina and your car when you came upstairs. Uh, hey, in the van, actually. Oh, he's driving the van. All right, you van. guys. That was the real world order. What do you guys think, my man? So, the tournament of beers is coming really soon. Really fucking soon. Super fucking soon. Sooner than you think. If you want to be a uh, guest judge, get at us. All right, so hey, we're going to talk about the Mayor's Bry uh, Briggs type indicator. It's a personality test. So earlier this week, Brandon said, hey, take this test. And so I took this test, and it was, uh, you know, a couple questions about my personality, what I prefer, and it's on like uh, this like seven scale. So it had these uh, seven dots. Was it seven? Maybe it was like, no, it was seven dots like this. Boom, seven dots. And it was like strongly agree or strongly disagree. And then the one in the middle was neutral. So you had these these three on this side strongly agree. So it's like strongly agree, sort of strongly agree. And like, I don't know about it. And then it's like neutral. And then it's like, nah. Eh. Which these two are pretty much alike. If it's like strongly disagree or strongly agree, eh, sort of disagree. Eh. And then you go neutral. And then this one's like, <laughs> and it's like, nah, I don't really like this one. It's like, no, I really don't like this one. So these two are sort of alike in this way. But we're talking about, this is how it goes. And it gave us about, I don't, I don't know how many, they say it's like 93, but I don't think that's how many questions I actually answered on that. It, it did go by pretty quick. If it was 93 questions, I blew through those some. Yeah, and it was like eight minutes or so, 10 minutes or, less, or something. Yeah. So... Uh, the Mayor's, Bri uh, Mayor's Briggs Type Indicator is an introspective self-report questionnaire with the purpose of indicating differing psychological preferences in how people perceive the world around them and make decisions. 
So it's a way of giving everybody a way of defining what they perceive around them. It, I get it. I get it. You know, it makes a little bit of sense. Catherine Cook Briggs and her daughter, Isabel Briggs Myers, uh, based the conceptual theory. That was funny how I did that. Yeah, uh, Catherine, I like it. Catherine, like she was very white. Catherine Cook Briggs and her daughter, Isabel Briggs Myers, is <laughs> well because she married somebody of the Myers. Myers. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. she, like I said, it's not Isabel. 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 Whenever I meet someone that says, like, hey, I'm Isabel, and I go, oh, hello. I say, hola, Isabel. Hola, Isabel. Oh, and you, don't, you don't add the A to it? The Isabella. No, that's, that's Italian. Oh, okay. I do more Spanish. <laughs> Biggity bop the buh. So it's a it, very difficult situation. It's a very difficult. So this uh, Myers-Briggs type indicator is based on a conceptual theory proposed by Carl Jung. Do we have a picture of him? I don't think we do. Um, he has specu- speculated that humans experience the world using four principal psychological functions. Sensation, intuition, feeling, and thinking. So let's talk about it. Sensation. Okay. That's sort of feeling things, right? Yeah. And then intuition, that's sort of thinking about things. So there actually is just two things, but different ways of saying it. Okay, we'll just skip that. So the underlying assumption of the test is that we all have specific preferences in the way that we construe our experiences. And these preferences underlie our interests, needs, values, and motivation. So... The underlying assumption of the MBTI is that we all have specific preferences. Sure. Uh, I mean, just assuring what we already fucking know, right? Yeah. <laughs> and the way we construe our experiences. So that's where it's different. So we construe it. I guess it gives us a way of, uh, well, we of all, us, because we're this way, it gives us that kind well, of Well, we all sense our environment in the same way. We all smell the same smells. We all. feel Like if I touch this table and you touch the table, we're feeling the same thing, but it. You may smell the table more than I. I mean, you interpret your environment through different sensations in different proportions. I think you're absolutely. What I got uh, from I that. think you're absolutely right about mm-hmm. that. So I don't want to get too much into the into the history of this. I think it's really just a bunch of. Uh, well, we'll talk about that more. But Catherine <laughs> Cook be- began the research into pis- personality in 1970, and then biggity biggity bop. You know, there you go. We have this stupid fucking test, which. It's weird, but some origins of the theories. Jung's theory of psychological types was not based on controlled scientific studies, but Mm -hmm. uh, instead on clinical observation, introspection, and anecdote. Antidote? I must have missed that. Anecdote. <laughs> anecdote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Antidote. Not a- antidote. Wait, not what you take when a snake bites. Absolutely, you. absolutely. So, <laughs> there's uh, there's some types, and here's the concept. We'll go into we'll get into more of this here. John's typolo- topological model regards psychological uh, psychological type as similar to left or right handedness. People are either born with or develop certain preferred ways of perceiving and deciding. This test sorts some of the psychological differences into four opposite pairs or dichotomies with resulting uh, with resulting with a resulting six, 16 possible psychological types. I have a question. Yeah. What's a dichotomy? Well, I'll get into that in a second. None oh. of well, I'll tell you what a dichotomy it's a division between two things or they're represented as being opposite. Oh. I, I, I so like yin and yang. I had to look it up. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but like yin and yang. Yeah, so, yeah sort just of. Just two differences in what 
difference is measured between the two. Yeah, absolutely. And none of these types is better or worse. Sure. However, Briggs and Myers theorize that people innately prefer one overall combination. Okay. Crazy, right? So the 16 types are preferred, uh, are typically referred to abbreviation of four letters, but I don't want to get into the four letters. I'd rather just get into the actual 16 uh, types. Uh, Do you have a picture of the 16 types? I don't have any. That's what doesn't matter here. So there's 16 types, and uh, it it stems from. You have a camera in front of you. It stems with the introvert and the extrovert. So there's uh, eight for the introvert and eight for the extrovert. <clears throat> so depending on which one you are. But, and I think I was reading this all wrong here. Now, uh, we're actually going to 16personalities.com and we have these uh, 16 personality types. And they're basically thrown into six for four or four for four. So there's four categories for four different things. So we have the analysts. We've got the architect, which is imaginative and strategic stink, uh, thinkers with a plan for everything. We have the... L- uh, Logikin. How do you say that? Logikin? That's a weird fucking name. But innovative inventors with an unquenchable thirst for knowledge. We have the commander. Bold, imaginative, and strong-willed leaders. Always finding a way or making one. <laughs> we got the debater. Smart and curious thinkers who cannot resist an intellectual challenge. Next category, we've got diplomats. We've got the advocate, quiet and mystical yet very inspiring and tireless idealists. We've got the mediator, poetic, kind, altruistic people, always eager to help a good cause. Then we've got the protagonist, charismatic and inspiring leaders, able to memorize their listeners. Then we have the campaigner, Enthusiastic, creative, sociable, free spirits who can always find a reason to smile. All right. So we get into the sentinels. They got sentience, I guess. The logistician. 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 Practical and fact-minded individuals who reliability cannot be doubted. Logistician. Logistician. Yeah. That sounds way better. Yeah. Then we have the defender. Very dedicated and warm protectors, always ready to defend their loved ones. Then we have the executive, uh, excellent administrators, unsurpassed at managing things or people. So no one's better at managing things or people than these motherfuckers. (laughs) Then we have the council. Extraordinary, extraordinarily, extraordinarily caring. Good job. (laughs) Caring. They are social and popular people, always eager to help. That's the last of that category. Explorers is the next category. We've got the virtuoso, bold and practical experimenters, masters of all kinds of tools. Hmm. As a virtuoso should be. Sure. Then we have the adventurer, flexible and charming artist, always ready to explore and experience something new. Then we have the entrepreneur, smart and energetic and very perceptive people who enjoy living on the edge. Then finally, we have the entertainer, spontaneous, energetic, and enthusiastic people. Life is never boring around them. So we took this test. 
And there are 16 personalities, which we just listed, and we fit into one of these personalities according to this test. So, Brandon, I'm going to try to guess what Brandon's is right now. So, let's see. You would be more into, like, explorers, I'd say. Like, you're like a – see, you're not a uh, – see, we got virtuoso, in, entrepreneur, entertainer, um, virtuoso, entertainer, entrepreneur, entertainer. Well, maybe not. Let's see. Console. This is weird. Okay. Uh, out of all these, God, I don't know about that. You're a builder. Uh, not uh, you're an introvert, not an extrovert. Most def. I'll give you that. Uh, oh man, this is weird. It's harder with these guys here because if you were just do introvert versus extrovert, and the original ones by the cursy temperaments, which are like inspector, protector, counselor, mastermind, it's different. They had different words because they're like prettier and everything for mm. the use of this newer yeah. one. But let's see here. Oh man, um, let's see here. I, I would say, okay, are you an explorer? Does that help anything? I wouldn't. I wouldn't say so. No, you're not the explorer. Oh, okay. I'm not the explorer type. Uh, no. Are you? Uh, Guess again. Diplomat. Uh, there's analysts. Oh well, you're pretty logical. Uh, let's okay. So you're an analyst. Are you? Uh, I am not. What? Nope. What Guess are you? again. Okay, so what category are you in? Diplomats, uh, uh, analysts, sentinels, or explorers? Sentinels, probably. Oh, I don't know. I don't have that information. Well, what what is it? You, you want to know my type? Yeah, I'm the architect. You're the architect. I am the architect type. So the architect is analyst, dude. Okay, that's an analyst. So they're yeah. imaginative and strategic thinkers with a plan for everything. My man. Yeah. I guess that does apply to you, I suppose, I would say right? So. I'd say that's very befitting. All right, so for me, um, I took the test as well, Brandon. What do you think I wrote? So do you think I'm an analyst? It starts. I would, I so would it starts four categories. So we have analysts. We have mm -hmm. diplomats, we have sentinels, mm -hmm. and we have the explorers. Now, just just what I know of you, probably a little better than a stranger on the street. Okay, is uh, <laughs> you were definitely of the uh, the analytic type. Uh, now, as far as where it comes into there. Uh, what were the, the subtypes in that so one? So you have, what you had was the architect. Architect. There's four of them here. Architect, mm -hmm. uh, architect there's a logician. Uh, <laughs> Probably not that one. Uh, there's a commander and a debater. I would, man, debater. Because I know. You're going to say it's the debater? Yeah, because I know that you are very um, extroverted in some things, but I can just, an introvert knows an introvert. And I can, I can recognize that. Well, you're right. I absolutely was. I actually took the test, and I'm a debater. No shit. I'm a debater. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah, and it says here, I'm smart and curious th right. smart and curious thinkers who cannot resist an intellectual challenge. That's what gave it away. I People guess. right there, that's what gave it away. So we also had Nick the Passion Rider take the test. Yeah. He's not with us today. Sorry, but he's on tour. So see him around the country in the Midwest uh, or the Mideast or the Central America. I don't know where he's at. But uh, <laughs> if we were to guess who he was, what do you think? So we have all these different things. So we've got explorers. Uh, we've got well, let's start. He's, I would, sentinels. He's definitely extroverted. He's right. in, extroverted. Could we, agree, could we agree on that? Okay, which would mean that they're analysts. No, they're not analysts. No, he it'd wouldn't be, be an like, analyst. That's going to be the latter two in that one, the sentinels and... I think, yeah, it'd be sentinels and explorers. And explorers so he'd be yeah. one of these two. So mm -hmm. I think he'd be more of an explorer than a sentinel. Oh, no, he's more sentient, I guess. He's more sentient? <laughs> I, 
Uh, I'd like to say he's a logistician. What? How'd you say that? Logist. Logistician. Logistician. Yeah. I think okay. So. Yeah. That sounds like he'd be that, right? Mm, I don't know. What were some of the other ones? So you you've got the consul, extraordinary caring, social and popular people, always eager to help. Uh, we got the executive, excellent administrators. I don't know if he's an excellent administrator. <laughs> we got the defender. He's very dedicated and warm protector. Um, especially the loved ones. We got the sentinel. Uh, we got the logistician, which is practical and fact-minded individuals whose reliability cannot be doubted. Uh, we've got uh, in the explorers the virtuoso, bold and practical experimenters. Um, we got the adventurer, flexible and charming artists. He's flexible and charming. Well, I don't uh, know about the flexible part, but okay, I'll take you're right about that, that, right? I'll take Entrepreneur, smart, energetic. Uh, I don't think Nick's that at all. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, entertainer, spontaneous, energetic. This is a tough one, dude. Man. Um, um, I honestly don't know what it is. Logist, logistician. 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 That one sounds probably the most fitting Practical, fact-minded individuals. Yeah. All right, so I'm going to look at the email. Because we all know him. Do some research. I'm going to look at the email and see what he got. All right, let's do it. He got, we're going to look it up. Wow. The Mediator. Mediator. Which is under the diplomats. Oh. What is the mediator? He's poetic, kind, and altruistic people, always eager to help a good guy. <laughs> Nick Ryder? I mean, I guess, yeah, that's right. Yeah. But can but you, he's got some passion in do him, Do you though. think Nick Ryder could be quiet and mystical, uh, yet very inspiring, and has tireless, uh, he's a tireless idealist? Absolutely not. Uh, okay. Uh, charismatic and inspiring leader. He's able to memorize their listeners. Man, that's uh. Here's the point of this whole know. test, right? And it's like this: this test is is used by companies to base people on personality. And pe- guess what? People aren't getting jobs based on mm-hmm. this thing because and of that's what the worst part. What you score over a goddamn stupid test that so, has yeah. Old. So will you go ahead and pop up? Um, Go ahead and do that, 16personalities.com, and we're going to take the test again. Oh, we're going to do it again. You and me, I'm going to take the test, Okay. and we're going to see if we get a different uh, reaction here. And as I read a little bit more about this, so there's criticism we're about- We're doing it live, people. We're doing Fuck it, we're doing we're it live. Fuck it. We, so, no, for real, we are doing it live. It has been estimated that between a third and a half of the published material on the MBTI, which is that test we took, has been produced for the special- conferences of the Center for Application of Psychological Type, which provide the training of the test and are funded by the sales of the test, or as papers in the Journal of Psychological Type, which is edited and supported by Myers-Briggs Advocates and by Sales of the Indicator, which basically means that all the tests and all the literature, at least 50% of it, are all supported by Myers-Briggs or or advocated or purchased or funded by them, and that's why they're skewed. So I think right now we should take the test. So are we ready to do this? I got it ready. All right, so the first one here, you have it up. Yep. And this is for me. Is it? Do you find it difficult to introduce yourself to uh, other people? I'd say sometimes I do. Um, So I don't want to say I totally agree, but let's go with that one. We're going to go with uh, sort of agree. That's what it's going to be. Meh. Okay, so you often get lost in thoughts that you ignore or forget in your surroundings. You often get lost in thoughts. No. So I'm going to say more disagree. Um, I often get lost in thoughts. I'm going to say totally disagree. I don't really get lost. Nah, let's go with the middle one right there. Yeah. Okay, so it's not fully disagree, but sort of in the middle of disagree. So what does that say? You try to respond 
to your emails as soon as possible and cannot stand a missy inbox. That's 100% agree. Hell yeah, my man. I'm going 100% agree. Um, you find it easy to stay relaxed even when there is some pressure. Well, so you find it easy to stay relaxed. I, I sure do. So it's going to be more agree even when there's some pressure. Mm, you say, meh. I'm going to say, meh. No, no, no. That's not that one. That's, oh, that's uh, in the middle. That's meh. So we're going to go, eh. Right there. Right? Oh, so one. it's not neutral. It's the one after neutral. All right. So here's the next one. You do not usually initiate conversations. <laughs> Sometimes I do. So I'm more on the uh, agree side. So let's go ahead with the meh, which is the first of the agree. That's what. That's right. So it's just after uh, uh, neutral. You rarely do something out of sheer curiosity, and I disagree with that a hundred percent. I a lot. I do a lot of stuff out of sheer curiosity. All right. Next one. You fear superior to other people. Well, I do because I know there's a lot of dumb people, but not because they're dumb or they're erased. Uh, but just be. Uh, no, it's because they're dumb. Yeah, it's because they talk and I hear them, and I'm like, you sound pretty stupid. But. Uh, is it that much? Is it two out of three agrees? I don't know, man. I I I answered that on my all right. On that question. Okay, basically what I said. Yeah. Okay, go for it. So okay, <laughs> next one. Being organized is more important than you than being adaptable. Um, I think being adaptable is more important than being organized. So I think let's go ahead and go with two on agree. Two agree. There you go. You usually uh, you are usually high highly motivated and energetic. I'd say I am very much so. So I'm gonna 100% agree on that one. Uh, what does that say? Running a debate? Does that say running? Winning. Winning a Winning. debate matters less than you than making sure no one gets upset. Winning a debate matters less than me than making sure. I don't want people to get upset. So um, I agree um, it matters to me less. So I want to go half of that because I do like winning though too. So I'm going to go half of agree. Two out of three agrees. There you go. Next one. You often... F- oh. You often feel as you have to justify yourself to other people. Disagree 100%. Uh, you, your home and work environments are quite tidy. Um, let's go with meh. I'm, no, I'm neutral on that one. Complete neutral. Oh, no, no. complete neutral. Complete neutral. All right. Because it's, uh, it's pretty tidy, but it's also pretty messy. It's, it's right here where I know where everything is. You know what I mean? It's all that matters. It's one of those things like, hey, where's this? And I know exactly <laughs> where it is, but it, it seems messy. You do not mind. Be, that's almost a, what a hoarder would say. You do not mind being at the center of attention. Um, I don't mind being in the mid, uh, center of attention. Um, I um, uh, 100% agree with that, I guess. Right, don't I? I'd say so. Okay. You consider yourself more practical than creative. Um, I'm pretty cra- uh, practical and I'm pretty creative, so I'm going to go ahead and put that in the middle of that. That's neutral. Uh, people can rarely upset you. Uh, I don't know. People do upset me. Let's go with uh, one out of three on that one uh, of agree. One out of three out of agree there. Uh, and then here's the next one. Your travel plans are usually well thought out, uh, and that's pretty not agreeable that's good one out of three disagrees i'm going to take that one as someone um, who's traveled with you yeah uh, it is that's <laughs> true right it is often difficult for you to relate to other people's feelings that's disagree i do absolutely feel that's 100 percent disagree um your mood can change very quickly um that's two out of three disagree all right let's go to the next category or the next uh part of it or 30%. Oh, see, yeah, this, this does take a little bit. In a discussion, truth should be more important than people's sensitivity. Yeah, he's hovering over 100% agree, and that's absolutely what I'd go with, yeah. 
Um, you rarely worry about how your actions will affect other people. So do I? No, see, I'm always worried about that. I don't want to offend a fucking lefty. That's my friend. So let's go ahead and go in. I agree two out of three. Uh, no, no, no. Wait, I, I rarely worry. No, I am. Let's go. Oh, shit, it's a tough one. I rarely worry about how my f- actions. Um, so let's go with one out of three disagree. Because I do worry about it, but I still do it because I don't care. Because um, truth matters over it. What does that say? Your work style is Your closer. work style is closer to random energy spikes than a methodical and organized approach. No, it's uh, that's 100% disagree. It is methodical and organized. I have to be. Uh, no, go ahead and two out of three on that one. All right. Yeah. Because I Get rid of absolutes. Yeah. 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 Uh, number, the next one here. You are often envious of others. 100% disagree. I don't give a fuck about what others uh, have. Um, in a, an interesting book or... An interesting book or video game is often better than a social event. Uh, let's go with uh, one out of three disagree, because I can disagree with that. Uh, being able to develop a plan and stick to it is uh, stick to it is the most important part of every project. Being able to develop a plan and stick to it, yeah, absolutely, one hundred percent agree. Next category. All right, 40. Uh, you rarely get carried away by fantasies and ideas. Um, that's two out of three disagree. Uh, no, two out of three agree. Sorry about that, because I rarely get f- carried away by those. You often find yourself lost in thought when you are waking, uh, walking in nature. I've, uh, lost in thought? Uh, let's go with uh, neutral. I don't feel that way at all. Uh, if someone does not respond to your email quickly, you start worrying if you said something wrong. Disagree 100%. I do a lot of emailing and I don't feel that at all. Uh, no, go two out of three. Go two out of three on that two one. Out two out of three, three disagree. Yeah, right, sometimes right. I feel like I, I might have r- sure. written something wrong and I'm like, oh, I hope that didn't come out wrong. As a parent, would you rather see your child grow up smart? Uh, wait, as a parent, you would rather see your child grow up kind than smart. Disagree 100%. Rather, rather my kid be super fucking smart. Uh, here we go. You do not let other people influence your actions. Uh, 100% uh, agree. Oh, no, let's go ahead. Two out of three. Because, you know, some people, I like what they do and I do their actions. When you sleep, your dreams tend to focus on the real world and its events. Nah, that's about a two, three disagree. All right. Here we go. 50. We're halfway there. Uh, It does not take you as much time to get... uh, It does not take you much time to start getting involved in social activities at your new workspace. It does not uh, disagree. Uh, it does not, uh, no, I agree. It does not take much time. So 100% agree. It does not take me much time. I'm, I can be very social. All right, here we go. You are more natural improviser than a careful planner. Uh, let's go in the middle of that one because I'm both of those. Uh, your emotions control you more than you control them. Disagree a lot on that. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, no, but go ahead and two, three, two, two three. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> just figured. in case, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you enjoy going to social events that involve dress up and role play activities. I think I enjoy that. Yeah. So two out of three agrees on that. There's nothing wrong with a little LARPing. Yeah, man. You often spend time exploring unrealistic and impractical yet intriguing ideas. Uh, let's go neutral. I think sometimes I do. Um, uh, you would rather improvise than spending time coming up with a detailed plan. Um, Let's go neutral on that because I do like to improvise oh, a lot. Right. But it's also improvising a plan, though, at the same sure, time. Sure, yeah. You're relatively reserved as a quiet person. Uh, I think you know the answer to that. I'm more of a two out of three on that. Well, 
Am I? No, I'm kind of in the middle, right? I'm a quiet person, but I'm also not a quiet person. I'd say you're right in the middle. All right, go ahead. So if we had a business, if I had a business, I'd find it very difficult to fire loyal but underperforming employees. I don't think I would, um, but I'd be neutral about this. So go ahead and throw that neutral. You often contemplate the reasons for human existence. Uh, No, disagree. No. No, 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 no. Very one out of three, disagree. I don't really contemplate why we're here. Uh, logic is more important than the heart when it comes to making important decisions. I agree, but two out of three agrees. Um, keeping your options is more important than having a to-do list. No, I think having a to-do list is pretty important. So I think I'm going to say one out of three disagrees. All right. Your friend is sad about something. You are more likely to offer emotional support than suggest ways of dealing with the um, that's, I'm kind of in the way, I, I, both of them. So go in the middle of that. Cause I would be like, Oh, I'm so sorry. But I'd also be like, you should dump that fucker. <laughs> you rarely feel insecure. I think we all feel insecure. So I, I rarely feel it, I guess. So I'd say two out of three insecure. I, uh, or agree. So, uh, you have no difficulties com- coming up with personal timetable and sticking to it. Um, I can say two out of three agree. Um, I stick to a lot of stuff. Being right is more important than being cooperative when it comes to teamwork. Um, that's like a one out of three agree because you want to be right, but you also don't want to be a dick about being right. And like you do, it's, it is teamwork. So you do not have to, you still have the teamwork. All right. Next one. You think that everyone's views should be respected regardless of whether they are supported by facts or not. You think everyone's views should be respected and uh, regardless, um, one out of three agrees because you do want their, they do have a right to their opinion. It should respect it. But of course, if they're stupid, uh, you can give them shit. And uh, there you go. So here we go. Next one. No, you feel more energetic after spending time with a group of people. Um, uh, 100% uh, disagree because I want to go to bed. Uh, you frequently misplace your things. Um, that's neutral. Um, no, uh, I disagree more than I neutral. Let's go. Two out of three disagrees. I don't really misplace too much things. All right, eighty percent. You see yourself as emotionally un. Uh, you see yourself as a very emotionally stable. Uh, yeah, I'd say so. Two out of three uh, agree. Your mind is always buzzing with unexplored ideas and plans. Yeah, I'd say very much agree. Hundred uh, percent. Three out of three. Uh, you would not call yourself a dreamer, um, but I'm not the only one. Uh, you would call you would not call yourself a dreamer. Uh, no, I disagree. Two out of three. Uh, you usually find it difficult to relax when talking in front of many people. Uh, no, I don't think it's like I think I'm already kind of relaxed if I'm talking in front of many people, but I just kind of anxiously. So I'm just go ahead and go neutral on that one. Uh, no, uh, finally, it's a difficult. No, let's go more. Let's go one out of three. Disagree on that one. Generally speaking, you rely more on your experience than your imagination. Oh man, that's a disagree. Uh, uh, no, that's a completely neutral because that's both. They're very. Mu- <clears throat> I rely on my experience. Yes, uh, actually, I do. So let's go two out of three. Experience, yes, uh, agree. Two out of three. I do rely more on my experience and my imagination. Yeah. All right. You worry too much about what other people think. That is a two out of three disagree for sure. Because I don't really care, but they could say stuff I don't like. If the room is full, you stay closer to the wall, avoiding the center. Uh, I'm going to disagree two out of three because I don't mind. But I also do like being in the center. Uh, Let's go ahead and go one out of three on that one there. 
because I don't, I, you know, I, yeah, I like hanging out in the back. You have a tendency to procrastinate until there's not enough time to do everything. I disagree two out of three on that one. I do give myself plenty of time to do stuff. Uh, you feel very anxious in stressful situations. Um, don't you, doesn't everyone feel anxious in stressful situations? Uh, maybe not. Maybe the stressful situations, people strive on it. Let's say uh, in stressful, I, I'm going to say I disagree uh, one out of three on that because I can strive in, in stressful situations. It's a very stressful situation. <laughs> you believe that it's more rewarding to be, uh, to be liked by others than to be powerful. Um, sometimes I do feel like I want to be liked, so I'm going to go ahead and be, uh, I agree, one out of three. You have always been interested in unconventional, uh, inconventional and ambiguous things like movies, arts, or books. Um, yeah, I'd say three out of three. Un- they're very unconventional. Uh, co- unconventional. Uh, here's the last one. You often take initiative in social situations. Uh, it's very difficult, such a situation. Uh, take initiative. I do take initiative in a lot of groups, so I'll go ahead and one out of three on that one of agree. What do we got? And we got our results. So we're going to chime it in. We're going to see. And my personality type is a commander now. Mm. Uh, what does it say about that? So it says I'm more extroverted than introverted. I have uh, some energy. Can you move that, that thing more to the side so I can see the other? Look at this. T- just move it more to the middle. What do you need? Uh, oh, I, uh, So I can see what it says right there. Just take that top of the box and move it over. You see what I'm doing? Take the top of the box and move it to the middle. Oh. Uh, Anyways, uh, it doesn't matter. Anyways, so look, I will find a way or I'll make one. So I've got, let's move down, let's move down all the stats here. I've got energy, 47% nature. Um, I'm more thinking than feeling. Tactics, I'm more, uh, what does that say? Judging, judging. I'm more judging than prospecting. Mm-hmm. Identity, I'm more assertive than turbulent. turbulent. Uh, uh, wow, there you go. So, Start reading, yeah. Anyways, so this is something I read too. And now maybe it changes by how you feel because some days you feel like something and other days you don't feel like it. Mm-hmm. And that's sort of the point of this whole thing. And it be, and there's lots of criticism about it. So the, in the terminology, this is the most important part about it. Uh, we were reading something off of Wikipedia, and then we went off to 16 personalities, and it had two different types of uh, terminology. And the terminology of this test has been criticized as being very vague in general, uh, so as to allow any kind of behavior to fit any personality type, which may result in the forer effect, where people give high rating to a positive description that supposedly applies specifically to them. This is exactly like how astrology works for us, you guys. So that's that's pretty much it for this one, you know. And you can't really categorize people with just a word, you know. So... I heard something pretty powerful from my boy Kanye. Yay. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> and he said something that applied to an answer. He's like, people were trying to ask him questions with a yes or no. It's like, no, it ain't like that. Kanye, take it away. I don't answer questions as simple sound bites. You, you are tasting a fine wine. It has multiple notes to it. You better play 4D chess with me like it's Minority Report. Because it ain't that simple. It's complex. It's complex, you guys, and that's what we are. We keep changing. And if I was to answer that one more time, I bet you we'd get a whole different thing. And uh, I'm still in the extrovert, so at least they're getting the extrovert part. But I feel like I'm more of an introvert because I'm shy. But I also don't mind being out there when I'm out there. But I'm, it takes me it, – it, uh, it's weird. 
Can't we be both of them? And that's the problem with this. It's trying to say that you fit only in one category, and that's the problem with identity politics in this day. I don't want to make it a whole thing about identity politics, though, but they want you to fit in this light, tiny little pocket of like what you are by race or what your personality or who you have sex with. That's not what we are, man. We're a combination of things. We're super complicated. We're like a fine fucking wine. You can't put us in a fucking soundbite, you know? You taste us. You taste these different notes. You find what we're about. But you know what? You let that age a little bit, and it starts getting some different notes as well. Don't you think that's insightful in how we think about life? We have the election coming up, and we're going to talk about that in the news. So without any further ado, let's go ahead and do the news. Got the news with Nick and Lois. That's right. We coming at you, coming with the light. We got the news. We've got the Joining us for the news, it's a good buddy of mine, Nick the Brain. No, he's not Nick. It's Andy the Brain Blanton. Welcome, Andy. How you doing, buddy? Good. You guys remember this old character. He's the Brain. He knows everything about everything. We're going to be talking about the midterm elections and bond propositions here in Austin today. I early voted uh, per... Not requests, but I didn't even know early vote had started. But my boy Andy calls me up. He goes, you voting tomorrow? And I go, oh, for what? I didn't even know we can vote yet. And turns out early voting started here in Austin, Texas. Andy, tell us a little bit about it. Yeah, in Texas, we're so inclusive of everybody that we want people to have every opportunity to vote. So we let voting go on for a couple weeks at a time rather than just one day. But you're going to hear a lot of people on the left, folks on the left, say that there's the Republicans are trying to suppress people from voting somehow. People are not allowed to vote somehow, especially people yeah, that absolutely. aren't citizens. The Democrats believe that minorities are so incapable of obtaining an ID that they're not even allowed to vote in Texas because they ask for your ID. I absolutely had to use an ID to vote today and i had my voter registration well, card that they gave me so i turned it in it was made it very simple sure and i and i have to admit i saw a lot of minorities in line when i was voting today but somehow you, the democrats have convinced themselves that you sound like a racist when you talk like that ID. a bit i just want to check you on that you know you don't call them minorities because if there was a lot of them and you were the only white guy that make you the minority well, you know, I'm just bringing up an issue that, you know, we allow everyone to vote. We give them weeks at a time to vote. But, well, you know, you know what? Unfortunately, let's not talk too much called, about that. Uh, we want to talk about the midterm elections, my man. The midterm elections. Yeah. Beto versus uh -huh. Ted Cruz. Not only oh, that. Are you talking about uh, Francis O'Rourke? Oh, yes. Francis O'Rourke. I'm going to speak some Spanish. Hola. <laughs> Como estas? I'm Francis O'Rourke. Um, yes, uh, we're talking about him. Who are you voting for? Do you want to say? Well, I think it's pretty obvious, right? We already voted. Ah, that's right. Who he voted? We won't say. It doesn't matter what he says. We actually want to talk more about 
the propositions here, the, the bond propositions here in Austin real quick. I think that's what we wanted to do. And then we want to do some news and then we got to get out of here. Um, but we've got, uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven bond propositions on the ballot this, uh, midterm election season. So we have proposition a, I think there's more than that, but okay. Uh, no, I'm seeing proposition a through G here. Oh, you're right. Cause there's H and I, and there's Jane, there's K. Excuse me, I missed those other ones. Um, mm -hmm. Let's go and talk about uh, Proposition A, which is the $250 million for affordable housing. What are they going to propose for okay. that, dude? What are they proposing? Uh, I lost you. What are they proposing for that? I'm losing, I'm losing your audio. You what can't you hear me? Can you hear me? Hey, check, check, I check, 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 check. Hey, check, check. check. Okay. Can ahead. you hear me? Uh, Proposition A, $250 million for affordable housing. What do you know about this one? Well, I disagree with it. Why? Because I think that the government should promise us the amount of units that that $250 million will achieve. Like how many buildings it will make? And there's no accountability. They guess they don't they have, don't have a number of how many buildings they're going to make. They're just going to acquire land. No, so so two hundred so two hundred and fifty million dollars divided by each house costs around two hundred fifty thousand. It won't even be houses. Be it what? would be like buildings, like a, like like apartments and shit. Okay, well then it would be even cheaper. So we should be able to house. I mean, at least how many people with two hundred fifty million? I have no idea what it costs to house one person. It costs. Um, well, it costs you and I roughly less than a thousand dollars a month. So, okay, what so, should it cost for two hundred fifty million? So fifty two hundred dollars uh, um, a year. No, that's not right. Is that right? You have to pull out a calculator because I can't do it in my mind. Fifty two thousand dollars a year is what I pay here. Um, we'll pull out a calculator. What do we need? Uh, fifty two thousand dollars. That's what I. I'm just uh, you know saying if we make a thousand dollars for rent, it's fifty two thousand. It's 1,000 times 52. Wait, no. It's 52,000. Uh, monthly. Monthly. 12. So 12 times 12. Uh, um, yeah, so 1,000 by 12, which is 12,000, right? So, Pelos. Go ahead. It's compelling radio. $250 million divided by $12,000 a year, which is roughly a one-bedroom apartment for everybody, right? Okay. What is that? That would be 200, or that would be two, I'm sorry. 20,833 people should be housed. 20,000 single people. And you can, they'll probably pair up with their girlfriend or their boyfriend or their girlfriend and their boyfriend in there. So I'm just saying if, if we took that $250 million bond and we gave every single person that signed up for it a one bedroom apartment for a year, which is what the bond is, it's per year, right? Okay. Or per budget, that would be uh, the amount of people I sent, right? Okay. Which would be 20,833 20, apartments that we could sign people up for with that, mu with that amount of money. 20, Am I wrong? 000. I mean, if that's right, the homelessness in Austin would be solved. Yeah. I think. <laughs> we think we're, not, we're not getting to homelessness, homelessness yet. We're only talking about affordable housing. Oh, we're talking about affordable yeah, housing. That's, got that's to do right. With that. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it sounds pretty, pretty – uh, relevant. So that. go ahead. Okay. So let's just give, okay. So that's just like a, a rash number that obviously the government can't achieve that. 
So can we just cut that in half and say, okay, we will vote for the $250 million bond, but all you have to do is promise us with a guarantee that 10,000 people will be given a permanent place to live with that money. Is that fair? Because that's half of what it would really cost. You know, I, It's actually I, less than half. You know, is this is why fair? I like listening to, to Andy about politics. It, it, that seems very fair. Absolutely. Okay, it, well, it's not fair according to the city of Austin. What? They're not accountable for a single cent of that money. Yeah, they're just going to... They don't have to house. They don't have to house a single person with that money. Not mm-hmm. one. With the proposition, There's no accountability a. whatsoever. Seems pretty logical. What I'd vote for that proposition A. Um, so That's why I can't vote for it Andy, because there's no accountability. I was going to say Andy is going to say proposition A. Big thumbs down. Proposition Not B. Because I hate poor people. Because I don't agree that there's no accountability. No, I get That's that. You can't, you can't trust it. the money to go to what it's for. And, and with nobody to oversee it, like, you know, people tend to get pretty greedy. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, not because I hate poor people, because I think there should be 100% accountability, and there's not. And there's not. I think they should say we will, I think they should say we will resign if we don't spend this money the way we promised. Is, is that fair? I don't think it's fair. No, I think what you just suggested, fair, Andy, is fair. Like, hey, I don't think it's fair that my money. I don't think it's fair that my rent has to go up for all these bonds. Absolutely. All right, so let's uh, let's move on. We don't want to spend too many times, uh, too much time on this proposition B. This I is, know, but they're important. They're important. But we already we discussed. Get get with me here. You already said big thumbs go down, on. thumbs down on A. So let's go to B. Proposition B. This is yeah. live. Libraries, museums, and cultural arts facilities. The proposition... Oh, we didn't just build... We didn't just build a gigantic <laughs> Taj Mahal library downtown. We totally built a huge Yeah, one. we did. So oh, this, yeah, we, we need more. We need more money for libraries. That's right. The library we built downtown isn't enough. This proposition would provide funding for renovations at various branch libraries, museums, cultural centers, including creative spaces, and the replacement of the Doherty Arts Center. They're, they're going to replace the Doherty Arts why Center. Do we, why do we need to replace an art center? We have a gigantic Taj Mahal library downtown. I haven't seen it. Where is it? It's right on it's uh, next Caesar. door to City Hall. It's seven stories tall. It's the most expensive building in town. Get out. You never heard of it? Get out. <laughs> I guess I haven't. Yeah. Maybe I've seen it and I just don't remember it. They want to spend it so much like money on this. It's more beautiful than a museum. And you know what? They spent all that money on that. That's why these places like the Cultural Center or the branch libraries don't have any money because they spent all that money trying to build the Taj Mahal library, I bet. Wow, wouldn't that make some sense? Yeah, how about that? So, Andy, what are you going to vote for Proposition B? Are you for it or against it? Well, I already voted no on it. That's right. He big thumbs down. So, Proposition C. This is Parks and Rec... Because we have lines around the building of every library in Austin of people that can't get in because it's so packed. <laughs> it's like there's something where they can get information from without having to leave their home. It's crazy. <laughs> it's can... almost like there's this thing called the internet. Yeah, that's right. Proposition C, Parks and Recreation. Now, this is for $149 mm-hmm. million dollars in taxpayer money, you guys. This proper- oh, wow. This okay, pro- great. This proposition... Wonderful would provide funding for improvements, renovation, and upgrades to various parks and recreation assets, as well as for the acquisition of new parkland. The types 
of projects and programs to be undertaken as part of this bond pr proposition, if approved, may include, but are not limited to, the following. And there's a Parkland acquisition. Um, sure. There's aquatics, uh, Parkland improvements, building renovations, infrastructure, ballot language. Uh, you know what? I'm not uh -huh. seeing anything about okay. disc golfing on this. Are you, Andy? What's that? Do you see anything about disc golfing in this? That's included in parks, so yes. Okay. <laughs> I would like to see just improvements. Specifically, uh, probably, specifically for, probably not, but yes. Yeah, so tell us a little bit about this. Are you against giving money to the parks? Well, let me ask Brandon a question. Okay, go for it. Brandon, do you think the $4 billion that the city council has each year to spend should actually go towards at least part of that towards parks? Of four billion dollars, yeah, sure. If they're if they're city owned, so so you think that the city already spends four billion dollars a year, and that that they just don't have enough money for parks? They just can't figure out how to figure that out. <laughs> I think that they just don't. Uh, <laughs> what do we do with parks? They don't. They don't really uh, think that's one of those back burner things. Like, oh, shut up. We'll give you guys guys another hundred k. Just leave us alone. So so you're telling me that the city budget goes up by two hundred million dollars each year. And the increase of $200 million each year can't figure out how any of that could go towards the park. Uh, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Makes a good point there. Because, no. it goes up, it, because it goes up $200 million each year. It's not like it just is $4 billion now. Uh -huh. It's going up each year. To, so next year it's going to be 4.2. Yeah. And then after a couple... And they, can't, and they can't allocate a cent to that towards parks. They need a bond that we have to pay extra for. Oh, I, I, I get what you're saying, for that they're not including money for that in the budget they're like hey let the public raise this money through taxes yeah because that. we i see because we're going to spend more no matter what right and and we just need more of your money no matter what we just need more then uh hard hats vote on the what prop b or c Gonna this be is no. c. let me ask you this let me let me ask you this brandon do you think the city government's budget should include money for parks uh i mean yeah it should absolutely I mean, they're so city-owned. What is this bond all about? Isn't the parks already included in our budget? <laughs> he's he's right. got a... I mean, that's that's airtight. Like, how do you argue with that? Like, it should already be included when they do their budget proposals every year, so what do you years, think? Whatever. What do you think the left... And the they just put parking meters at the fucking park. Yes! Oh, don't fucking get free. me started on that shit. That is absolutely <laughs> right. So they yeah. are making $5. So they have more it's money... Not it's not hourly. Hold up a second, Andy. Hold and up. a parking meter, and we Hold still up. I'm can't let figure you, it out. Hold up, Andy. I'm going to let you finish here. <laughs> but, they, yeah, they, it pay, it's not even hourly for these uh, meters at the park. And as a motorcyclist, I can't park there for free as I can normally park when it's uh, downtown or wherever There's you have to pay for parking. They give you shit. And, we, well, of course, we go to Zilker well, Park a lot. Carlos, it's because you hate poor people that want to enjoy a park. That's well, really what's all about. He's right. I really do. Wait, yeah. what? I didn't mean that. Um, so well, that's what Mayor Adler says when you're voting against his bond for parks. So, Andy, when it comes to Proposition C, are you for or against giving money to the parks and recreation? I feel like I am a hundred percent against it, based on that's a bond. Right. All right, I'm so not, so I'm not against money towards parks. I'm no, against yeah. an additional extra bond money. Yeah, money extra for. money. Why is maybe why I should have money uh, they they get through the budget? Why is that not enough? That's the way I should have uh, mentioned it, and that's the way they should put it on the ballot. Yeah, should we give the extra bond, money? The bond is only on the ballot because the bond means we have to approve the government borrowing a loan for it. 
That's why it's a call to bond. Okay, so here we go. Here's Proposition D. We're moving on. This is flood mitigation, open space, and water quality protection. If approved, this proposition would allow the city to fund drainage improvement projects as well as to acquire land for water quality protection. The types of projects and uh, programs will be right here. We've got drainage, stormwater projects, acquisition of water quality protection land. Um, I... I voted yes on this. Um, I think this is a good idea. Wow. Uh, flood mitigation really? for open space. We we should watch out for floods. Don't you think that's a good idea, Andy? And how much how much money is the bond? It's for one hundred and eighty four million dollars. So uh, so Taxpayer our money for the city went up by two hundred million last year. Oh wow! Yeah, I see where you're getting at. And the year before it was two hundred million less. So. This year it's two hundred million more, and none of that money could go towards storm drains. Well, if this would be strictly going to it if it passes, wouldn't it? And that would be something we I'm, want, right? I'm not asking about the bond. I'm asking about we had a bill, we had a, a budget last year that was two hundred million dollars less than the budget is this year, and none of that money can be allocated towards storm drains. In fact, we're not already expecting the city to take care of our storm drains. Uh, We have to borrow money for that? This is why I think everything should be privatized. Because if this stuff was privatized, people would pay for this kind of stuff to happen. No, I'm asking that the city that promises to take care of our basic services do that before they waste money on other stuff. Yeah, because it's $184 and last year it went up $200 That's the cost of this bond that they're talking about. Why could could none of that money go towards that? Oh, man. So I, I've maybe threw away my vote on this one. I thought this was a good idea because, yeah, anything that's so got flood sounds, mitigate, we should... So the extra $700 million over the last three years that we've spent on our city, could, none of that could have gone towards storm drains? Well, they didn't think about it, but this would go straight to it, and I thought that would be a good idea, don't you think? Yeah, but, Los, the city budget goes up by 200 or more million dollars each year because people don't care, and they've decided that they're allowed to do so each time they pass a new budget. So none of that money could have gone towards storm You know what? I past. could have early it's, voted it's the last, tomorrow the and last I would I would vote million over the last 4 years could not have gone towards storm drains. Because I'm just the, making sure that's what you're saying. No, you're right. You're uh, you know there's nothing I can argue against. You're absolutely right. Uh, if I was am I wrong? early No, you're not wrong. Uh, Maybe I am wrong, but someone has to explain it to me better than what I understand it. Well, you know, you're right. I I should have early voted tomorrow. And I would definitely vote no on Proposition D. And so I think Andy it's, as well. They're all going to pass because it's all a Democrat city and they don't give a fuck. They, yeah, are, they, want, a they want us to have higher taxes they, and pay more in rent. Don't you want to pay higher rent, No, Brandon? not not really. No. Yeah, neither do <laughs> I, dude. Brandon wants to pay higher rent. Shit. Maybe Brandon the other Brandon across rent. town. Proposition. So, Andy, Proposition there's gonna D. Be, there's going to be a brand new $800 million storm drain in front of his house. Oh, <laughs> Andy, Proposition D. Yes, yay or nay? The one we were talking about? No. Okay, keep going. All right, Proposition E. This is going to be for $16 million for health and human services. If approved... Oh, they just could not figure out how to get $16 million out of the new... (laughs) (laughs) If approved, this proposition would provide funding for the design, construction, and equipping of a new neighborhood public health and human services facility in the Dove Springs area. So this is not directly. Why is that? In the, why is that not in the normal budget? Well, it must be super why important that because they had. Why is that outside of our budget? 
I don't know. But uh, explain it to me because I can't figure it out. I, you know, I can't figure so it out necessary. either. Uh, they they really don't say anything here. This is what they hey, say right here. How about here. this? How about they cut a program that we've been doing and allocate the money towards a more important program like this one? Do you have Wouldn't any programs in mind off the top of your head? Yeah, what programs would you get rid of right away? Oh, I don't know. How about a four hundred million dollar library that's downtown? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe something like You're that. You're right. So, Andy. When it comes to Proposition D, uh, E, when it comes to health and human services, do you approve or disapprove? No. That's I'm right. approving of health and human services. I'm not approving of the fact that they can't figure out how to fix our budget to where we can afford it. You're right. I don't want to pay extra well, I don't for know it. if you're right. Uh, we'll we let already, the, we'll we see what who's right. We are paying extra every year by $200 million. It's crazy. It's, it's crazy. Well, no one cares. Proposition... No one Proposition F, my friend, public safety. The proposition's asking for $38 million. If approved, this proposition would provide funding to renovate various existing public safety facilities in the city, including but not limited to fire stations and emergency medical service stations. $38 million to make sure the the graffiti's off the wall. (laughs) <laughs> you got a better idea? I'm about to lay another one on you. All right, here we go. You're going to get mad about No, I won't. You ready for this one? Yeah. It's going to be good. You ready for this, Brandon? Let's do it. Brandon, you ready? I'm ready. How about every time a bumper-to-bumper accident happens, a fire truck doesn't show up? Fuck, he's got fucking... <laughs> Andy, you're absolutely fucking right, man. Absolutely. You Maybe see that we'll shit all the time. Maybe we'll have more fucking money for the fire department. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you you have to admit though. In some cases, it does have a good to like divert, you know, divert traffic or to like let them let let people know. But I feel cones and a person standing hey, there. How or about something. the cat jumps out of the tree instead of us going over there with the fire? <laughs> or I mean, just shoot the cat. <coughs> hey, if the fire if the fire department is so in need, then why are we wasting their resources every five seconds yeah. when there's not a fucking fire? Yeah, he's got a point. Like these are people who are, now some of them are EMS certified, but yeah, their main priority should be fire. Shit, the people standing outside of Home Depot got a ladder. We can hire them. <laughs> They're yeah. probably way cheaper. Oh yeah, they'll they'll work. They'll do the work that uh, regular wrong? people aren't ready for. Maybe I am. I don't know. I'm just a horrible regular. I'm a wrong. Keep so on going. so go. I'm gonna guess that's a no, no on, on that one. No on F. All Move right. on to the next. One. All right, we're moving on to the next we're one. We're moving because on to our, the... our budget doesn't have any money for the fire department in it. So we dude, gotta have a bond where we borrow money for that. Dude, I live within a uh, break. I live within a mile and a half of two fire departments or fire stations. Why? Uh, hey, I didn't. I'm not a city planner. Hey, I'm I'm all in favor of the fire department putting out fires. I just can't remember a fire that's ever happened in Austin. <laughs> okay, let's keep on going. All right. Uh, this is going to be prop number number G. Uh, sorry, I'm trying All to right. pull up the last few of them here. It's it's uh, edit points. Yeah, edit point here. By the way, I love the firefighters in the fire department. Of I just think that do. we're wasting their time. F. Here's G. Um, that's a city of, where's the Austin ones? Austin, Bond. And also, hold on, let me clarify. 
there's a lot of instances where the fire department is able to show up before EMS and that they have EMS training and they do actually save a lot of lives. And I do definitely support that. I'm just saying we can think about how we can make it to where they don't show up when they don't need to be. Sure, because I guess when it comes to first responders, firefighters are probably the the highest end of them, right? As far as like yeah, what it costs I the city. So you want to use that. them. I'm just saying yeah. maybe we can think about how we can save money instead of a bond. That's yeah. all I'm saying. Okay. All right. All right, so we got one more here. It's uh, well, we got some more after that, but we want to do transfer twenty bonds because we can't figure it out. There's a bunch of bonds, so we're gonna go to Proposition G for girl. Uh, we've got transportation infrastructure. Now, this proposition <laughs> is asking mm. for a hundred and sixty million dollars of taxpayer money, yours and my money. If approved, this proposition would provide funding for the city to address issues with the city's existing transportation infrastructure, including but not limited to street and sidewalk reconstruction and rehabilitation, bridge and structure rehabilitation and replacement, traffic signal upgrades, pedestrian and safety improvements, intersection safety projects, and improvement of public spaces through approved neighborhood partnering program projects. $160 million for this. Andy, what's going on with this? They got street reconstruction. I'm about about to blow both your minds. I'm Uh, about to make you all so mad. Again? Here we go. All right, goddamn. Here we go, Andy. We're going to talk to Brandon this time because I want to enlighten Brandon a little bit. Yeah, you're doing it. Yes. The billion-dollar transportation bond we passed less than five years ago is not sufficient for that project. I remember that bond. Uh, Prop one, wasn't it? Uh, so that, that's sure. not enough money. Well, of course. They spent it all. <laughs> so the, so the billion dollars that we approved for a transportation bond less than five years ago just simply is not sufficient. Apparently. Okay. Well, come on, speed it up, to Andy. Me, it is sufficient. Speed it up, Andy. I mean, no, no. I see what your point. Like, we passed a billion dollars five years ago. What what differences uh, have less we than seen? Five years ago. Yeah. What differences have we seen the way, in the infrastructure? By like, the way, most of that billion dollars wasn't even written down what we were going to do with it. They didn't yeah. even tell us what we were going to do with it. Yeah. I haven't seen anything. Seventy-three million, but yeah. okay, a billion. Well, I mean, just like, and so they didn't even they didn't even tell us what they were going to do with it. And now they're saying that we just can't figure out how to use that to fix the sidewalk. It's just impossible to figure out. Yeah, well, I mean, Give yeah, me the, the language in there, the language in there, they're talking about, you know, rehabilitating sidewalks and roads and blah, blah, blah. And I just spent yeah, uh, last week. Yeah, that's what we week, passed the billion dollar bond for. No, I get that. But like, I just spent uh, the last part of last week in Dallas and I got through some fucking sketch. They, they've got shitty roads in uh, in Dallas. And like even you think even a billion dollars might fix some of those. Well, I don't know. See, and it was just something I thought about that Dallas is like such a bigger city. They should have more money. This shouldn't happen. But Austin, I don't know of any roads that are uh, on that level of just terribleness. Uh, so, I'm insulted. I'm so, insulted that they told us we're going to spend a billion dollars to fix all this stuff. And then a year later, they're going to tell us we just can't figure it out. That's we where I'm money. fucking pissed off yeah. about. Hey, we got a billion dollars a year later. Hey guys, we need 160 more million dollars. <laughs> I'm pretty, I'm pretty insulted about that. I am insulted. Well, hey, tell you what, Andy, when I win the uh, the lottery tonight, I'll, I'll just, I'll pay it all, all out of pocket. How's that sound? I'm just telling you, I'm insulted. That's all I'm saying. I am insulted. Are you literally shaking? 
Okay, no, but I just don't. That doesn't make any sense to me. Let, let's get into uh, the other uh, the other stuff here. Proposition H. Keep going. Shall this city charter be amended to provide the the term of service and process for removal of the planning commission members be determined by ordinance? That's what Proposition H is asking for. Shall the, what does it say? That was a lot shall of words. The, shall the city charter be amended to provide that the term of service and process for removal of planning commission members be determined by ordinance? Do you, you got that? That's so vague. I don't even know what it means. I voted no because I don't even. I can't even figure out what <laughs> yeah. that means. Yeah, I, so. I don't have too much info. I'm I'm looking at the sample ballot because it gave me a, a A through G, but I didn't get anything for H through J. So uh, I I obviously um, it's on the Austin Chronicle, but I think H might be the one that says. Well, okay, never mind. Keep going. Uh, no, go ahead. I was going to look it up while you were talking. I'm thinking of a different one, but no, I don't know what that means. And if I can't figure out what the language says, I'm going to vote no. Yeah, and that's what, oh, the yeah, that's what the language says. It's weird, right? And in Spanish, it says, so no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Shall the I am si so, I'm so against bonds in my core that I just fucking, I'm so mad about it. But, you know, just anyways. So break down real quick, Andy. What, what exactly, how does a bond differ from us approving the city to spend money? Okay. A bond means that the city council you elected is so incompetent, they can't figure out how to do their own job. And so they have to get it to us in, some ca in most cases. So almost all the bonds that are on the ballot are because the city put it on there because they're not allowed to do it under their own doing. So when they say we need another $100 million for roads and all this and that, it's because they can't approve it themselves. If they could approve it themselves, they would have already done so. But since they can't, they have to ask us for the money because we, you know, let them approve the budget. But this is money that's outside of the budget, right? I see. And so that and comes so as a, that comes in that, the form of as a also, loan. There are bonds that are they're not bonds. They're propositions. I'm sorry. Most propositions are bonds. Okay, right? And a bond is when they're asking us to borrow money for the city. But all propositions are not bonds. And so some of the propositions coming up are actually what the people want. Oh, I but see what you is, mean there. So, uh, prop you, the uh, thing is I'm getting confused about propositions and bonds because almost all the propositions on the ballot are bonds, but they're propositions because the city is asking us to let them borrow money. And that's why I'm pissed off. Yeah. But then propositions aren't supposed to be that it's just a proposition because they have to ask us in order for us to approve it. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I think about propositions sometimes. And let's say we're in a democratic socialist uh, nation where they want to do. I don't know how that's supposed to work. It's like democratic socialism. So we still vote to be socialized. So if they were to like put up, let's say some sort, let's say, uh, um, uh, what's her name? Uh, Casia Cortez Sinamina Partararia. She got voted in as president and she implemented, or no, Bernie Sanders. If he got implemented, like how this would work. But here's Proposition H. Um, I'm, I looked up KUT.org and it's got this on here. This one amends the city charter, which is the basic framework for how the city operates to change how and for how long the members of the city's planning commission are appointed and how they get removed. Instead of two-year terms, Proposition H would make those terms up to two years Right now, the charter lays out when members get appointed. If passed, the proposition would remove that stipulation 
and allow the city council to set the appointment schedule as well as the process for removing commission members by ordinance, meaning they wouldn't need voter approval to set those rules. That's still pretty. In a nutshell, it gives more power. It gives more power to the city council, which I don't approve of. So yeah, move on. Moving on. You don't like that. Boom. Proposition I. This one's pretty exciting. Basically, Proposition I is a spelling, grammar, and punctuation check on the city charter. It's all laid out there. So here's the ballot language. Shall the city charter be amended to make non-substantive corrections to grammar, uh, typographical errors, capitalization, punctuation, and sentence structure, and to change or to remove charter language that is obsolete? How much is so this bond for? What they're for? saying is that they're um, so. They didn't say how much it's for. Let me run this by you, Lewis. Go ahead. Go ahead. This is not, this is not for money, language, I think. Oh. My own ballot language? What's your ballot language for this? My. Okay. Our city council is so stupid that we screwed up a bunch of this stuff. And now we need your permission in order to go back and change a bunch of this stuff because we messed up on all of it. How about you just resign instead? Okay, yeah, well, who's going to resign? Nobody. Yeah, okay. So we have a gerrymandered system in Austin, but okay. Gerrymandering is racist. They're asking our permission to change a bunch of stuff because they're so dumb they screwed it up in the first place. And so, I think they should just resign instead and say, I apologize. So, so I, okay. wow, he's, he's never said yes on any of these propositions. I said no well, on I'm this. I'm about pro- to, so keep on going. Yeah, I know. Uh-huh. Um, a proposition I, I am absolutely against this as well. Uh, why are we going to spend? I'm against city proposed propositions. How about that? That's really why I'm opposed. He's very. I, I'm, I'm seeing a, that trend. I'm not opposed to. He's uh, so libertarian. I'm not about opposed it. to uh, taxpayer proposed propositions. That's why I'm really in favor of. Andy, the brain, Blanton. Are you saying you don't like this proposition? Is this yes or no? On the one we just talked about, no. Keep going. That's right. Proposition J. You probably see a lot of signs about this one in particular. Um, Here's the language you're going to see on the ballot. 100% in favor of Proposition J. Okay, here we go. Shall a city ordinance be adopted to require both a waiting period and subsequent voter approval period, a total up to three years before future comprehensive revisions of the city's land development code become effective? What does this mean, Andy? Let me just let me just run this by Brandon. Oh, here we quick, go. Because I love talking to Brandon. <laughs> All right, let's do it, man. The hard hat. All right, Brandon. Yeah. Do you notice how none of the proposed propositions by the city said voter approved? I've noticed that. Don't you think that's interesting? What do you mean it didn't say voter approved? So um, this is the first proposition you've got to where it says, do you think the voters should be able to approve this? And all the other ones said, do you think we should be allowed to by the city? And it just gives the city more power for the bonds and all the stuff. But this is the first one that says, hey, the city's going to do a whole code rewrite of the entire city, and you don't get to vote on it, even though everybody's against code next and they're up in arms about it. That's what it's all about. It's about rewriting all the codes to say, can they build a 7-Eleven next to your apartment complex? Can they build a music venue next to your house? Can they build a condo tower in your neighborhood. That's what the code rewrites all about. But it says you're going to, it's going to require a wait vote on that. Hold up. Hold up. It says this, you're going to require a waiting period and voter approval. 
So you're yeah, voter you're, approval. Oh, oh, it's I see. You, so rights. you're for mm-hmm. about the waiting period and the voter re- approval. Wait, yeah. It's all about code rewrites for your neighborhood, man. I'm telling you, that's what it's about. Well, because didn't they try to rewrite the whole code system with Code Next? Yes, they've been trying to do yeah. that for 10 years, and everybody's so up in arms about it. Now they have to put it on the ballot. So this is what's going on in those in those cities, uh, mm-hmm. no, in those uh, little streets like Rainy Street this happened to, you know? And they yeah. didn't have this kind of stuff. This is this to prevent that kind Imagine of thing to happen to Cesar Chavez or something. For that, so. Interesting. Okay. So, so you want that, that waiting period. So I see nothing wrong with with voter. It's not about each building. It's about the whole code for the whole city. Sure. Okay. It, it has nothing to do with each street and each building. It's about the whole the whole picture. And yes, if they want to rewrite all the codes, we should definitely get to vote on it. A hundred percent. It's our fucking city. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Makes fucking sense, dude. Absolutely makes sense. All right. Last one. We got to get through this. Proposition K. So this is a really good one, man. Um, mm-hmm. And Proposition K, and I'm yeah, going to yeah. read this uh, uh, as its own little, uh, as it's written here. Citizen-initiated ordinance regarding an efficiency study. Here's what it says. With, without using the existing internal city auditor or existing independent external auditor, shall the sh- city code be amended to require... Th- an efficiency study of the city's operational and fiscal performance performed by a third-party audit consultant at an estimated cost of $1 million to $5 million. 100%. They say that we need, according to the bond that you just listed, over $100 billion of extra money because they just simply can't determine how they can afford it. So we're going to look so at this. And someone's going to we're gonna, we're gonna pay someone. going to dollars and determine if our budget is bloated. And Mayor Adler and all the Democrats in the city say, oh, no, we can't do that because we're going to determine that. They're wasting a bunch of our money. Absolutely right, And dude. just like they've determined in every other city they've ever done it to. And then we're going to find out that all these bonds that they want could be afforded already if they didn't waste a bunch of our money. What are they wasting all the money on? Who just knows? We'll find out if we do the audit. Yeah, that's why we're wow. going to do the audit. All right. So let's hope Hell that yes. people look at this and go, yeah, we want people so to see like what's saying, going hey, on. Brandon, we're going to bring in somebody for $50, and they're going to come in and look at your finances, and they're going to determine where you're wasting your money. And you're like, no, no fucking way. We can't allow that. Yeah, I mean, that's that just kind of shows that you want something to cover up. But hang on, why are you trying to r- r- drag me into this? Because I want that nice, fancy storm. I'm drive. trying to make it apply right. to you so you can understand it a little bit easier. Well, you know All what? Right. I got you. The people that I hope I hope everyone in Austin is for this. Otherwise, these people I'm that... I'm only talking to you, Brandon, because, you know... Hold up, Andy. And I've never talked Hold to up, but let, let me say something. From. Let me say something here. <laughs> think about this. These are the same people that think Christy Blasey Ford... Didn't lie. The city of Austin has nothing to do with Chris Budd. He's got to throw that shit in there. <laughs> Anyways, let's get into... Uh, I mean, I definitely agree the city of Austin uh, council is definitely corrupt. Have you ever looked at the PDF of their budget? I have not. What? It, tell us a Available little bit. Available online every year. Everybody you, can you get to it. You about issues. Maybe you should take a look at it. I will. Andy, what do you want to talk a okay. little bit about? I, I have some news here for you since we are all finished all with right, the go election. Ahead, go ahead. So a California company that hires protesters mm-hmm. is accused of extortion. So let me let me tell you a little bit about this, okay? Crowds on demand. 
A Beverly Hills company that's an outspoken player in the business of hiring protesters boasts on its website that it provides its clients with, quote, protests, rallies, flash mobs, paparazzi events, and other uh, in a, uh, inventive PR stunts. We provide everything, including people, the materials, and continuing. Uh, dude, so these people are talking. That's why we see such nice signs at these protests uh, against the right. Okay. So uh, I thought you had something you want to chime in there. But according to a lawsuit filed by Czech Investor, Crowds on Demand also takes on more sword uh, assignments. Uh, Zednik uh, Bakala claims that the company has been used to run an extortion campaign against him. Now, I wanted to even say in the first place, are we really talking about paid protesters? Is, this for, is there such thing, Andy? Have you heard of this before? Paid protesters? I've, I've heard it exists. I've never really met them, and I'm not concerned with with it at all, really. See, I think it's weird. Pro, uh, President Donald Trump, uh, he has repeatedly claimed that protesters, most recently those fighting the Senate, uh, Senate confirmation of Supreme Court Justice Brett Kavanaugh, are being paid by liberal billionaire George Soros and other moneyed interests. Do you think George Soros I'm, I'm is paying not, these companies? It doesn't com- concern me. It, uh, come on. At least uh, does that – I guess it doesn't concern you. Do you have any thoughts at all? At least give politics us some good radio. A, politics is a dirty fight, and I don't think that the people that are getting paid to protest make any difference on any of that. I, I don't think it matters. I think it's more – it actually helps the Republicans because it makes the Democrats look more stupid, to be honest. I know you want to talk politics on this, but tell me, would you quit your job to be a paid protester? Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, see, that's what I'm talking about, man. Uh, anyways, I mean, if it was like, hey, protest for Trump and against Democrats, and I'll pay you twenty bucks an hour, why not? Yeah, I feel it's would. weird because I've talked about this on the podcast before. Uh, paid protesters. Um, and I mean, like, you're inferring that you want them to be paid to like do something that they wouldn't normally do. And that's not, that's not really the case anyways. The case is that they're just already crazy and they're getting paid to act crazy. I mean, I don't really, it doesn't bother me. I mean, I don't, I don't think it changes the outcome of a vote. I don't think normal people care. Well, listen, let's move on from voting and talk about the news for a second. I had some weird news, but here's a, here's a, let's move on. How about, give me your thoughts on this one right here. So Sarah Silverman appeared on the October 22nd episode of Howard Stern's Sirius XM radio show and was inevitably asked about her friend, Louis C.K., who has started making stand-up comedy appearances in New York City a year after admitting to sexual misconduct. C.K. came forward last fall to say that the claims he masturbated in front of several female comics were true. Sarah Silverman told Stern... That CK masturbated in front of her, albeit with her consent. How about that, my friend? What do you think about uh, that? One more time. What, what was that about? Well, Sarah Silverman essentially hey, says that yeah, uh, Louis CK he uh, uh, he did admit that he jacks off in front of other chicks, but you know what? This one was with consent. How about that? Uh, someone actually standing up for Louis CK. Who, of course, was probably yeah. um, a I mean, creeper. Everything I've heard about about Lucy K is that he 
did consensual strange acts. And if they weren't consensual, then I'm a hundred percent against it. But if they were, then I'm not against it. Like, I don't know how I can be against somebody asking something to be consensual. And then they say yes. And then in hindsight, they say it was weird. I mean, if it, like I said, if anybody says it wasn't consensual, then I'm against it. But if they all say it was consensual, then I don't know how I can be against it. And imagine this guy's life now. Um, just like anyone that's been His accused and has been He's exonerated. Fine. If you're if you're a Democrat, you can drive off a bridge with a girl in the car and kill her. And uh, <laughs> driving, <laughs> driving Ted Kennedy, my man. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> all right, moving on Fourth here, man. Car, Ted Kennedy. <laughs> moving on here. This is the last story before we get out of here. So, this is a great one. A ball-busting female boss at a Brooklyn precinct, uh, precinct is under investigation for allegedly stuffing a pair of her panties into a male colleague's mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine I mean, I, that? Let me stop you there. I, I have not She's heard the story. I can't comment on it. I don't know anything about it. I think anybody that does anything that's non-consensual or harassment or anything like that should be sent to prison. That's my position. Okay, sure. But so, have you seen a I'll picture of her? Andy, have you seen a picture of her? I if if you do something wrong, you should go to jail. That's all. That's my position. You smoke pot, you should go to jail. That's illegal. Should you go to jail, Listen, man? <laughs> I deserve a lot of things that I haven't gotten. So you drink, you drive home drunk <laughs> sometimes. Should you go to jail? I absolutely would never drive after drinking. You're such a fucking liar. Look at this girl, this woman. She's fucking hot. She's got a gun strapped to her with a fucking badge. That's hot Ooh, as fuck. Did you hear about that girl in Nevada that's running for Senate? No, we're not talking about politics right now. We're talking about that's the news. That's you should be talking about. Uh, say, uh, Sergeant Anne Marie Guerrera, the second no, in about, command at 72nd Precinct Detective right, Squad. Well, right. hold up. I'm not done it. here. I was, about to get, I was about to let you go after this story. Hang on. All I right, come on. Go Anyways, ahead. I'll just tell you. So she's a big ball buster, dude. She's a Brooklyn fucking lady. She's a cop, a sergeant. She's a fucking real man's woman, right? And, right on, right on. Right, dude? Totally. I think it's hot. And then, you know, someone, some little butch uh, detective was like, don't say that. She would, like, leave her underwear everywhere, uh, which I think is sort of a little un- inappropriate. But she would, like, let her underwear, which is clean, hang on her doorknob, right? And this guy, this detective dude was like, hey, you shouldn't do that. And she goes, they're fucking clean, quote, unquote. And then she stuffs it into, her, into his mouth, and he files for sexual harassment. I mean, yes, it, whatever, should, it should definitely go both ways, and she definitely deserves it if she gets fired or whatever. I don't know nothing about that story, and I'm not going to Have you seen how know. hot she uh, is? Go back that to story. that Look at her. She's a pretty hot motherfucker with the gun strapped to her. I don't know that story. I don't know. Anyways, thank you guys so much for listening. This has been another episode of Emergency Exit. Andy, the brain blend. You made me a a hated person to everybody in Austin. I appreciate it. Nobody hates you. You, uh, I think everyone would agree (laughs) that all the propositions that you're for and against, I think everyone should agree with that, don't yeah, you think? We, they, we give them enough money well, already. You read the Austin Chronicles article, they were the opposite position of everything I said. Oh, they were. we need to give them money, and then when it came to, what, what did they say for the last one, Proposition K, where the, for the audit? They were like, no, we don't need the audit. What did oh, they we say? trust them. Yeah. No, man, you should never trust government. Did uh, the Chronicle say anything about uh, Proposition K? Andy? They, they went down every proposition, and they were against every position. I just told you, so yeah. They were against everything you were, though. Yeah. <laughs>
Okay, well, anyways. Yep. Well, that's it, guys. Thank you guys for listening. Don't forget to vote. Andy Blanton, The Brain. Thank you for joining us once again. You're, you're the best, buddy. Thank you so much for joining us. For Brandon the Hard Hat Mitchell, and I'm your boy Lewis. Yeah, Brandon. We're that's right. Brandon, man. We're gonna rent over. <laughs> well, that's us saying that's right. <laughs> All right, let it. Hold up a second. So, you want people to vote that have an ID? Yes, absolutely. You want them to have an ID to vote. Yes. But that's a very democratic thing against, that's against Democrats because they want people to be able to vote even if they're not citizens. Well, I'm sorry. If you're not a citizen, you don't get to vote. You, that means they want you to be able to walk up to the fucking polls without any sort of uh, ID. You wait in your line or whatever it is. And because you wait in line, you, you get uh, a chance to vote for whoever you want. It's most likely a Democrat because that's what they want you to do, the it's Democrats. It's a vicious cycle. It, 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 isn't it psycho? They, you know, Andy was saying it, man. Like they, they want. What was he saying? <laughs> I mean, he said a lot of a lot of really like mind opening, mind blowing stuff specifically to me. Now I don't know why they were specifically addressed to me. Well, he really but... knows how I feel about everything. <laughs> oh, okay. So See, I'm I'm he was trying to get territory. you to, to listen to it I more. Gotcha. I'm fresh meat to Andy. That's right. All right. Well, Andy, hey, come and get me. Come and come and get it. <laughs> Um, no, like, yeah, I mean, it just makes sense. Like if somebody's going to vote, like you want to know who's voting so that they don't try and go and vote somewhere else. So yes, like IDs, proper identification. It's, it's, it's one of those just common well, How many sense. people do you think actually know about all those propositions in Austin? Prior to tonight, yeah, I was one of them. Yeah, well, and uh, including me today. Yeah. And when even had no if, idea, but I still voted against all those because I looked at them and I go, these are all things that already get paid for. Why yeah. are we giving them more money? more money? And I didn't see anything about giving more jobs to people. I only saw, let's give more money to make something look better, uh, city parks look better. Um, the whole public safety thing, I thought, okay, that might be good uh, if it was for like buying more cops and getting more, uh, you know, yeah. this and that behind uh, the, the badge. But no, it was about making the buildings better. Yeah. Well, one thing that Andy really, really got through to me was, was the parks thing. It was like, well, if the city, like the, you know, shouldn't that already be in the city budget? And my answer was, well, yeah, if they're city owned, like, yes, then they, that should already be included. Why do they need all these hundreds of millions of dollars more than what they've already, they haven't accounted for? Where is that money gone? Like, I want to see where that money has gone before we approve it, which is exactly where, what was it, Prop I? Prop, Prop K. Prop K. Is the proposition. Was the, the audit. audit. Yeah. Fuck yes. Like, it's totally down for that. If that's the only one that passes, and give me that. Here's the thing one. about that: there's all those B cycles. You know that 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 mm-hmm. first thing that came up before oh, I know all the Andy's bikes and wholeheartedly against those. Yeah, the B cycles. How, yeah. many, how much money have we wasted on that? Because nobody's using those now. We have yeah. motorized everything else. Yeah. People are lazy, and Lime and Bird. Like I'm guilty of it. Like have they've capitalized? I don't on think it. Lime and Bird's bad. No, uh, they're not. They're now, not bad at all. Now, now, one disagreement that I have, and it's not even with them, but it's just with people, is people are going to just leave shit wherever. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, we've all seen the scooters that are just in the middle of a fucking sidewalk in the driveway. Now, not everybody is like that, but there are some people in a um, just a set 
group of people that are going to just be careless and leave shit wherever they they want. Now, you can't really hold Lime or Bird accountable, but you know they've got to do something to keep their people in check. What are you going to do about people that are shooting people with people's guns? Well, it's the I same mean, thing. Fuck. You're like you're trying to say like we need this. No, you know we got to leave it up to responsible humans. Like we can't go blaming the people who make these things. Sure. Go, like the same thing that goes with uh, Coca Cola bottles. Like we can't blame the people who make Coca Cola and their plastic bottles or any people that have plastic bottles mm-hmm. for all the waste of no, plastic. Absolutely we have. not. Same thing. I mean, that comes up with like the straws thing, though. You know, like, hey, let's ban straws to to limit the. Yeah, it's funny. That it's like, yes, that works. That didn't even. But that's not the most fucking practical way to do things. That if you were to estimate how much that cost and how much that would uh, so much more money than what it's worth. No, no, no. I mean, like, how much that would eliminate the waste of plastic in the sea? It's like something less than one percent. Yeah, it's it's a negligible uh, amount. So, so, doing so focus your efforts somewhere else. And virtue that's, signaling, man. Yeah, and virtue that's... Signaling. Well, and they I'm, say, like, in 2040, the world's, like, going to get, like, super hot, and, like, New York's going to be underwater. I'll and, probably be dead by 2040, so I'm all right. Oh, who knows, that. right? That's yeah. 20 years from now. But they're also saying some weird stuff, man. You hear, I hear a lot of folks on the left, they say, you know, the right is all about fear-mongering. They, they bring up finger... I, all I hear from the left is uh, is shit about how the world is going to end in 2040 uh, because of global warming. Yeah. And if we don't stop, like, what are we going to do to stop global warming? Tell me. Show well, me. I know it's ha- warming, I feel you. It's happening. Yeah. But, but what are we doing to stop it? But only a small portion of it is man-made. Like, it's going to happen. Like, it's been proven that it happens in cycles. Now, we as humans have contributed to that. Now, to what extent we don't. We don't really know, but we know that we've we've had an impact since the Industrial Revolution. Like, it, like you can't deny that. Now, climate change, global warming—that's going to happen. We've just kind of expedited it, in my in my opinion. You know, so it's not one of it's not completely made made up, but it's not like all pointing the blame. It's just a, it's it's a mix of events that have all come together that we need to just pump the brakes on that and say, hey. Hold up. We're all in this together. Like, yeah, I know you're making your millions of dollars now, but what's that going to mean when we've got no air to breathe? Well, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if that's ever going to happen where we have no air to breathe. It, it's a weird situation that they all they, they try to make it's fear mongering. It's yeah. essentially what they say that, with that. that the other side does and they do the same thing. We don't know what's going to happen. I don't try to say that we shouldn't try to counteract the effects of heating up our, our our world, but I don't feel like we're doing that much to it, man. I, I really don't. <laughs> but what what do I fucking know? I don't know, man. I, I'm trying to go with it. I try to reduce my carbon emissions. I ride a scooter. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What else can I do? You do what you can to reduce your footprint. I, I do what I can, yeah. but that's the thing. We have so many other people, and they... I guess that's why the fear-mongering should be acceptable. Like, I say that. We should be scared of things like uh, globalists and things that Alex Jones talk about. And I'm like, you should be scared of that stuff because it's true. But we live in our little world where we'd rather be happy. 
And We'd rather be free. happy and, and feel good inside and feel then warm and fuzzy. Yeah, and make mm-hmm. uh, some people go, I want the future to be good, but you really actually on the inside rather be happy and make sure that you're happy for the rest of your life. You really don't give a fuck about other people. You say you do. I don't feel like you do. You'd rather be happy than other people. Like, if you were to give... Like, if you, I put a gun to your fucking head, and I said, all right, it's you or Brandon. Like, I put a, head to, I put a gun to your head, Brandon, and I said, okay, uh-huh. yeah. it's, I'm going to fucking kill you, or, or you know, or Los gets killed. Uh, kill you know Los. I mean? Kill like, Los. Yeah, you're going to say me. It's, it's, like self, you're always it's called self-preservation. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. man. You know, the uh, but the, the Native Americans, uh, and I'm sure a lot of cultures have some sort of saying, but, you know, like we we live on this earth, we're only borrowing it from our grandchildren. <laughs> That's so Native American of you. Uh, hey, man. We're only borrowing this from our grandchildren. But are we not? Are we're we borrowing not? from our grandchildren or yeah. grandparents? Grandchildren. We're borrowing this land from our grandchildren because mm-hmm. they're going to own it. Yeah. But then when they become grandchildren, uh, grandparents, they, they're grand. They're, it just they keeps are going. inheriting. Yeah. So instead of a generation behind, it's, it's a man. generation ahead. Boom. <laughs> Blew your mind. You hey, Los, what's your spirit animal? Oh, man. I'd say like some sort of winged creature. A winged creature. <laughs> um, like maybe a bald eagle. Because <laughs> uh, does that have anything to do with your uh, your love for... For America, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. It would be a winged creature, like a griffin. It'd be a griffin because he's sort of ugly, but he flies and he can like <laughs> probably eat your face. Yeah, you know, All but right. he's not going to if you like find the, like good in him. Sure, like me, you know, you find the good in me, I won't really hurt you. But you really don't. You really judge me on the outside. I will like def- I will give you the reason to judge me that way. But it, the only so that's I think that's a lot of things too. Um, it's funny. If you perceive as something, like if somebody doesn't give a fuck about you and you just go fuck off too, right? Mm-hmm. But if you give them a little bit, they might they might give you something. But if they don't give you anything, you just like fuck off. You shut off immediately. Uh, uh, never mind. I'm trying to see where you were going Well, I'm with saying that. like you give anyone that comes up to you. For me, like if I feel that they don't give a shit, I don't give them a time of day. But if I feel like even a little bit, I think that they're down. I'll give them, I'll try to throw some shit at them. Oh, I see. Okay. You but test if, the waters. Okay, yeah. And I, I totally, you. I totally dip the toe in the jacuzzi for a bit. And then I see that they're not into it and then I can mm-hmm. shut down immediately. Yeah. Like I don't shut down, but I know that they're not into it and I'm done trying to Back like. burner. I don't know what back that means, but I mean, yeah, I'll, I'll, I see it and I'm like, you know, yeah. stop. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to cool it down. It's rare. Most people are like good people and they want to laugh and shit. And sure. some people just don't. I've encountered them and I'm like, all right. I'm like, you're, you were not ready for that joke, but your children are going to love it. <laughs> right. <laughs> Too soon. Too soon. I do that a lot when people don't clap at a jo- uh, clap at something I do. I'm like, oh you're man. You're putting out jokes where people are clapping shit. I need to get, I need to get some lessons from you. Most I get are just fucking people just going, oh, shit like that. All right. That's it. Uh, that was for bonus material, you guys. Boom. Boom.